All right, coming to you live from Leadership Legacy Radio. So today's topic is communication and why is communication important, specifically for marriages. So when it comes to communication, uh, communication is a two-way street. Um, did you know that 90% of communication is nonverbal? Um, so what does that mean? So when it comes to communication, um, body language and tone actually cover a large majority of our communication, um, which is why when you send text messages and emails, um, there is a high, high probability of miscommunication. Those are the two highest forms of miscommunication. Um, the other day I was having a conversation, um, with my son and, um, after the conversation, um, my son went upstairs and, um, my lovely wife came down and explained to me that, um, you know, what I said was not well received. So then I kind of asked her to kind of, you know, unwrap that for me. And what she did was she broke down, um, exactly what I'm talking about here, that it's not necessarily what you say, but how you say it that is often misunderstood. So um, although your intentions may be great, um, when you say something in a certain tone of voice or in a certain manner, it can be misunderstood as anger or uh, frustration or disappointment. So you want to be very intentional when it comes to communicating with your loved ones, especially your spouse. So keep in mind, um, going back to the 90% of communication is nonverbal. Um, your body language, your expression, your posture, all of that has a critical part to play in your communication. So um, the next thing that we wanted to cover is, you know, um, others, period. Understanding others' point of view is a critical part of your communication. Um, when you change your perspective and you understand the perspective of your spouse or your loved one, even your kids, um, it changes the dynamic of your relationship. So let's say, for example, we are sitting down and all of us are looking at uh, a beach ball, for example. If we have the beach ball directly in front of us, um, we will all see one specific color. So while I see orange, you might see blue, they might see green and another person might see uh, red. Now, what's important is that when we all see different colors, it's from our vantage point, period. Sometimes you need to change your perspective, you need to change your point of view, and maybe step back and look at it from other people's point of view. So um, at times, arguments, misunderstandings, and um, just plain old um, you know, uh, conversations can take a different um, approach if you take the time to understand where people are coming from, what their perspective and what their background is, um, period. The next thing that um, typically te- uh, prevents us from connecting with our partners on a more intimate level is one of three things, our ego, our immaturity, and um, the foundation of which we value them. So first, let's talk about ego. When it comes to your ego, sometimes you feel like you can do no wrong or that you know um, what's best. Um, And oftentimes, first in relationships, what happens is when two people come together, they tend to want to do things their way because that has worked for them. However, when you get married, um, you have to separate yourself um, from what you want and understand what's best for your relationship. Um, 
And it's almost like in business, we often get tied to the plan and alter our goal. You can't change the plan and alter your goal. The goal is to stay married. So bringing it back to marriage, the goal is to stay married. You can't you can't change the person, which is the plan, the other person, but you can modify the way that you approach the relationship, the way that you communicate. And this is why it's important that you set ego aside and you understand that you and your partner ultimately want the exact same thing. So keeping that in mind, if you set ego aside, you will um, achieve great results when it comes to um, building up your relationship. You have to make sure that the focus is on we, not me, which leads into um, immaturity. Oftentimes, what happens is um, when you first start a relationship, um, typically people are young and their maturity level isn't where it needs to be. However, another thing that you can um, run into is um, older couples that um, maybe start a brand new relationship. And sometimes you will hear people say, um, well, I've been this way my whole life and I'm not going to change. That, my friends, is still immature. Um, You have to understand that if you stop growing the day, let me take that back. The day you start, stop growing is the day you start dying. So if you don't want to be on the path to death, my friends, you need to make sure that you are um, a mature individual, that you are constantly looking to grow, better yourself, better your relationship, and um, find every opportunity that you can to grow, um, especially from those that um, that are in your inner circle and that are closest to you. Um, sometimes they give us very insightful feedback um, that is critical to our development. So lastly, we'll talk about um, valuing them. Um, Most of the time, we tend to give everybody that we work with um, or are around more than our family every opportunity they can to get themselves together, to make mistakes, and to um, just, you know, be themselves. However, we're very hard on our families, um, whether that be on our spouses, on our kids, or on ourselves. Um, we have to learn to value them more than the people that we work with, more than the people that we interact with on a daily basis. Because um, once you show people that you value them, it's easier for them to understand and not misunderstand your communication. Um, next, I wanted to talk about, you know, just before before you believe that you can um, you know, touch the, touch the heart of somebody and, and connect with somebody. The, the first thing people ask, especially in a relationship, if when you first get started, they ask themselves three questions. Does this person care for me? Can they help me? And can I trust them? Those three questions are typically um, one of the questions that a person will ask themselves whenever a relationship is about to begin. Does this person care for me? Can this person help me and can I trust them? So let's, um, you know, uh, unwrap this a little bit. So do you care for me simply just means do you truly care for me or is this something that you want from me? Very simple, very direct. Does this person care for me? When you ask, can this person help me? That the thing that you're thinking about is, can I see myself in this relationship? Is this relationship going to make me a better person? 
am I going to grow? And um, how can I benefit from this relationship? So this is a little bit of a two-way, you know, um, question. The last one is, can I trust you? Um, Understanding that this person has your best interests at heart, that they want what's best for you, and that um, ultimately, if anything is to happen, that you will be there by their side, that you will um, protect and defend them, uh, regardless of what's happening, which is why marriage is so sacred. When you say I do, you don't do you don't say I do for better and for better. You do it for better and for worse. You do it for richer and for poor, not for richer and for richer. Um, so when times get tough, this person needs to know that they can trust you. So um, now I wanted to talk about you know another reason why communication is so critical and why people struggle when it comes to communication, and that's establishing common ground. Um, you know, you can't assume that, you know, people know what you want. You have to frequently ask questions. You have to ask them often and you have to know and you have to have a, a system to track in what it is that was asked. So um, let me let me give you an example. Um, you know, uh, we we believe um, Sharita and I believe in uh, building up. Uh, strong young men and women in our household. So we got two boys and, and a little girl, and we want to give them an example of what it means to be a loving husband, a loving uh, wife, a um, good parent, an understanding father, and an understanding mother. Um, but sometimes um, I may assume that Sharita understands what I mean when I say something to the boys. Um, Like, for example, I need to make sure that you understand that um, being a man is more about, um, you know, um, establishing yourself um, and your family, um, having respect for yourself and others. And then, you know, maybe just having certain conversations and, and not and not that it's a bad conversation, but sometimes I may forget to communicate that with my spouse and assume that she understands what I'm trying to do. And ultimately, maybe, um, you know, uh, undermining a conversation that she may have just had. So you got to think about what you're doing. Um, Kids, um, individuals and adults are like building blocks. Um, They're like Legos. You put one Lego on top of the other and you you can build a a magnificent creation. But if the Legos are going um, and they're being, you know, stacked on, um, you know, soft ground, or um, conflicting messages, then what can happen is your Legos may not be solid and that foundation can be rocky. So what happens is you're building up kids that are kind of like trying to understand, okay, so mom said I need to be, um, you know, more relational. I need to to understand people. And dad is saying I need to be more direct and more. And and so the message is the same. It's just understanding that while you have relations, you know, while you establish communication with people and you build relationships, you have to know when to stand your ground. So just the little nuances of the communication, making sure that as parents, you're both on the same page as, you know, um, husband and wife, you're both on the same page. Like, you know, Thursday nights, we want to, you know, have a movie night or do something as a family. If I don't know that we're going to have a movie night, then what can typically happen is I may have an agenda 
my wife has an agenda. Um, the plan was to do a movie night, but because it wasn't brought up, one of us forgets and then something else starts happening and then frustration may set in. So, you know, don't ever assume that you know what somebody wants. Ask questions, ask them frequently and ask them often. All right. The next thing is um, setting your differences aside. When two people come together, oftentimes we get so focused on, you know, um, something that that's different between us um, and forget to lose sight of the things that are that we have in common and not only forget the things that we have in common, but value the things that are different. Um, You know, so uh, something something that's important is that Every day, you should be learning something new. Um, and in order to do that, you need to ask clarifying questions. So um, this is something that we have started to do to get a better understanding of not only ourselves, but our partners and our communication. So, you know, oftentimes, you know, in the past, um, I, I was guilty of this. I would ask a question and it would come across as um, maybe uh, accusatory, right? And so let me give you an example. So I would get home and I would want to be helpful, um, but because of my body language, because of my tone, the question that I would ask did not come across as a clarifying question. It came as a um, question of um, desire or need or, or want that I was missing. So. I would come home and I would ask, um, how can I, uh, is there anything I can do? Can I help with the laundry? Can I fold laundry? Or can I do something to help um, with what was going on? And because of my tone, because of my approach, it would look like I was trying to maybe um, say that stuff wasn't being done and that was not my intent, right? So my intent was to help. However, the way that I communicated was not very effective. So what I would do is, Throughout the day and throughout the week, I would try to be more intentional about asking, hey, what what things do we have to get done, you know, throughout the week and how can I help, you know, when I get home? Because I want to make sure that, you know, we are able to spend more time together. So for me, I, you know, really enjoy spending time together. But I know that, you know, when we do stuff um, every day, uh, for example, you spend a long day at work, you come home you cook dinner, you do all these different things. Um, Sometimes by the time you're finished with the the task of the day, what tends to happen is you're too tired to spend time together and it's just natural. So for me, I had to um, be very intentional about asking clarifying questions, asking them very frequently and very often so that I made sure that I was not coming across as um, accusatory or or anything other than... um, willing to help and wanting to help. All right. And then lastly, um, it's difficult, you know, when you find to find common ground with others, because, um, you know, sometimes what people are so focused on is themselves. So, um, oftentimes, you know, back to, um, the situation on, on, you know, the, the conversation about laundry. So, because I, I was so focused on, you know, wanting to spend time, you know, with my wife, one of the things that I think would have helped is that if I wasn't so focused on sp- like spending time or, or doing certain things, then it wouldn't have come across as me having an agenda. If I would have focused on 
the help that needed to be provided, the things that needed to be done and um, be more intentional and be more visible and be, um, you know, like diligent in looking for things that need to be done. So, you know, um, at work, it's super easy for me to find something, um, address it and do it. Um, but because when I come home, you know, this is more of a castle or a, you know, a, 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 it's not necessarily foreign to me, but it's, it's more of my, my wife's domain. So when I come home, I'm like, okay, I want to make sure that I'm not stepping on anybody's toes and that I'm being, um, you know, respectful of what she's trying to accomplish. And at times I would be so passive to not step in and say, Hey, I'm going to do this or I'll get this done when it's very easy for me to, you know, um, in the past, she would remind me like, you're so creative about getting stuff done at work. And so I was like, man, because at work I have the authority and, you know, she would quickly remind me, well, you have the authority here and, you know, it it is true. And it was just, I was trying not to be disrespectful in nature and in turn that kind of caused a little bit of you know just um misunderstanding because i should have been a little bit more assertive and just kind of say hey i want to help with this how can i help and then just kind of move forward because as long as your motives and intentions are pure um you know communication will be um where it needs to be and and it would be received in the manner that you want it so um make sure that your motives and your intentions are pure when you ask those clarifying questions Um, And make sure that the focus is not on you, but on us. So the last thing I wanted to talk about today is energy. Um, You know, communication uh, requires a lot of energy. It requires a lot of focus and a a lot of intentionality. Every day uh, we have to be intentional in all of our communication, whether it's at work or or at home. Um, And I touched on this a little bit, but um, you got to be very careful with what you say how you say it, and when you say it. Um, And this is on and off duty. This is on uh, at home or um, at work. You know, um, it's just critical that you are very, um, you know, mindful of what you say and how you say it. Uh, A a funny comment at work cannot be perceived as funny at home. Uh, And likewise, a funny comment at home may not be perceived as a funny comment at work. So um, never assume that people know what you mean. uh, this is, uh, something that's very, um, near and dear to our hearts is just never assuming just, uh, you make sure that you communicate clear. Um, so if somebody, uh, says, no, this is not acceptable, then understand that it's not acceptable. Um, and this is something that we're not going to do. Don't take it personal. It's just something that we are going to stand firm on and say no to, um, this is an area that we are constantly working on to understand that what what do we want to allow, uh, what do we want to accomplish, and um, what is our goal so that we are always going in the right direction. Um, and you know that leads into to being credible. You know you can't um, want to get certain things done, um, but only when it's convenient or when it's convenient to you. You have to be um, uh, intentional about um, establishing yourself as a, um, not necessarily an expert, but as as somebody that truly values what you're talking about. So, for example, um, you know, I I want to raise, um, you know, or or let me say we want to raise, um, you know, good young men and women. And 
we can't just say that. We have to emulate that. We have to model it. We have to show it so that it shows up in them. Um, uh, kids will do what you do, not what you say. So it's very critical that you are not only credible, but that you're modeling on what it is that you want. So I'm going to give you some, some ABCs to be incredible. And we're going to wrap this up for today's edition on communication. So um, say what you mean and mean what you say. That's one. You know, you got to understand that whenever you say something that you mean it, you stick to it and, um, and, and, and just stay with it. Um, oftentimes this can be tough. Um, in relationships, you know, if you say something and then back away, then people tend to just kind of, um, you know, kind of want to step over you or um, think not take you seriously. Um, next is um, your actions will speak louder than your words. So the things you do, people will see. The things you say, people will hear. The things that they will do is what they saw you do. So make sure your actions line up with your words. Um, make your actions confirm your words. So anytime you do something, um, show that what you mean is what you say by doing what you say and by saying what you do. Um, it's important that you um, consistently make your actions confirm your words. Um, I'm going to call you tomorrow at eight o'clock. You call them tomorrow at eight o'clock. I'm going to, um, you know, if it comes to disciplining your kids and you say, I'm going to um, you remove your, your um, say, allowance for a week, you don't get an allowance for a week. Um, whatever it is, you stick to whatever it is that you say, because what that does is it shows that you're not only credible, but that you're going to be consistent and consistency compounds. And, and, like, and like my friend Chris Baker would say, consistency compounds and then becomes contagious. So if you continuously do the same thing over and over, people understand that this is it is what it is. When this person says what they're going to do, they're going to do it. And lastly, don't be the person that people hear before they see. Once they hear you, they don't want to see you. Um, so you got to be very careful that um, you're just talk. Don't ever be the person that has says the right things, but never does the right things. Integrity is crucial. So let your actions line up with your words. Um, that's it for today's edition on communication. Um, thank you for listening and have a blessed day.